Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 393, and today I am pumped because I've got a good friend of mine coming on, a Facebook ads expert, and he's agreed to do some Facebook ads training today here on the podcast. And today we're going to be really talking about how to find and drive traffic using Facebook ads and increase sales. And we're going to do that with, again, like I said, my good friend, Mr. Rick Mulready. Now, before we jump into that, I already recorded an episode last episode, which was uh, Monday, depending on when you're following along here. And that episode was 392 and we talked all about offers. Now we're going to talk a little bit about offers here today, again, on the Facebook ads training that we're going to do here. But I just want to be really, really clear that traffic is super, super important when you understand what to do with it. Now, Having a great offer is what we need first, and we already covered that, so if you missed that, you're going to want to go back and listen to that. It's really going to connect the dots when we now go into how do we go out and find the people that we can show this offer to, and that's where Facebook ads come in. There's a lot of cool things that we can do with Facebook ads, but the thing I love about Rick is he keeps it simple, and we break it down beginner style, but then we also get a little bit more advanced, and uh, you'll hear us talk a little bit about all of that. The other cool thing that we're going to be doing, because a lot of this stuff is visual, you can't really see it on an audio podcast, so he's agreed to do a live workshop, all right, and we're going to be doing that this coming Tuesday, August 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, that's Tuesday, August 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can sign up and register and grab your spot by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training. You might want to pause this right now. Do it if you're not driving. Do it right now. Grab your spot. This is going to be amazing. I've never done this before with Rick. I've never done it with anyone, by the way. Uh, Rick is definitely the guy that I go to for Facebook ad stuff, and I've reached out to him numerous times. I've dabbled myself in Facebook ads all the way back even into my photography business and my uh, online digital uh, products business in the photography space, so I've had my hand in it. I know the power of it, but it's it's evolved so much, and now we're adapting it to e-commerce businesses, okay, and Amazon businesses and all of that stuff, all right, so I am super, super excited excited to have him on. Again, if you guys are thinking to yourself, I want to be able to build an email list. I want to be able to get more sales. I want to be able to find my audience. This is definitely going to be something you're going to want to you're going to want to listen to. This today, this podcast, you're definitely going to want to listen to and the additional training that we're going to be doing on that workshop. And let me just kind of remind you, if you didn't listen to the last episode or any other episodes that I talk about this, The power of building an email list or directing traffic to an offer can do so much for your business. And this is where it's really heading, in my opinion. And I interviewed another guy that he manages seven-figure brands and they build email lists and they use Facebook ads, all right? So let me just kind of run through a couple of the big things and the, and the reason why you want to be building an email list, okay? And again, the traffic is going to basically also piggyback off of this and I'm going to explain. We can launch products, we can create raving fans, we can survey what they want, we can learn what to sell them next, we can create community, we can help or they can help us share content and spread the word and here's where Facebook comes in as well. We can retarget using that email list on Facebook. Now if you don't know what that means, it's pretty powerful. 
They have this nice little thing, a little pixel. And, and let me just say that Rick is going to talk all about this stuff in detail. But you take this little pixel that they give us, and once someone hits our page and lands on our page, we can then retarget them. But here's the other cool thing. Once we have an email address, we can upload the, that into Facebook, and then we can go ahead and show them another ad directly to that person. Do you hear what I just said? Like we can put our, our billboard, our ad, our products, our services, our offers in front of people that are on our list. But here's the other cool thing, and this is where it gets really crazy. We can also then create a lookalike audience inside of Facebook. What does this mean? Well, it basically means you take someone's profile, you take someone's email, and then Facebook will go out and it will find matches that are similar to that person and it'll create a lookalike audience. And you can take a list of 1,000 people or even 500 people and turn that into 100,000, 500,000, a million people that you can get your offer out in front of that are your target market. Crazy, right? I mean, insane. So I can go on and on and on, but I just wanted to kind of prep you guys because this is what I'm talking about. We have to be able to take our traffic and direct it to our offer. We talked about offers last time. Today, we're going to be talking about traffic and Facebook ads and all that stuff. So I'm going to stop talking now so you can enjoy and you can learn and listen. And you might want to listen a few times because I'm telling you there's a lot of meat right here and uh, you're going to learn a ton today, all right? So I'm going to stop talking so you can enjoy this, this great conversation, this great training that I did with my good friend, Mr. Rick Mulready. Well, hey, Rick, welcome back to the podcast, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, Scott. I am happy to be back on here, man. I'm fired up to have you back on, man. It's been a little while. Yeah, I mean, I know you've been traveling, you've been bouncing around and stuff, but uh, I, you know, you and I have been talking about doing this for for quite a while because my audience really does need Facebook ads help. (laughs) and I know you're you're the guy for that I know that just personally because I had a lot of conversations with you and I've been following you um, even before you and I became friends and stuff and uh, you know I've learned a lot of the Facebook ad stuff through your teachings and Mm -hmm. uh, I said you know what you know we got to get you on and I know our schedules had to get aligned and all that stuff and we finally got to make it happen here here. yes here we are so um, that's what I want to do I want to really just kind of dive into basic stuff and then we can lead him through maybe we can touch on a little bit of of a little bit more advanced stuff. I mean, maybe we can touch on retargeting and stuff, but we are going to be doing a full-fledged workshop on this because I think it's always better to actually sit down, roll up our sleeves, and actually see exactly what you're talking about. So again, guys, I'm going to remind you, we are going to be doing a workshop where Rick is actually going to walk us through a lot of what we're going to be talking about today, but even in more detail. And uh, that is, again, Tuesday, August 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So definitely go register. I'll give you guys the link. It's theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training. Okay, FB training. I'll put it up in the show notes as well. But guys, you're not going to want to miss this. Rick is, you know, just great at this. He really has a good way of, of teaching it as well. But a lot of times people overcomplicate things, Rick, I think a lot. And Absolutely. you have a really good way of breaking it down. So what I want to do today, though, is I really want to give people the basics and get them where they can set up their their campaign in a sense or just even start understanding targeting and stuff like that. So where should we start? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you got to start. Thank you, by the way, for for saying that. Like, that's yeah. one of the things I'm most proud of is taking concepts that are a little bit obscure, especially like Facebook ads, and really breaking it down such that you know what you're listening to it, you're like, oh, okay, the light bulb goes off. Yeah, I can go do that right now mm. and implement it in my business yeah. and, and see results right away from that. So the first thing that you know you've got to be thinking about when you're getting into uh, Facebook ads, and this it sounds so obvious, but yet this is a step that number one is missed by so many people. And I don't want to say maybe, maybe skipped over is a better way to say yeah. that. 
And then also number two is that this is really what separates the people who are profitable with Facebook ads from those who lose money is that you've got to start with a strategy. You've got to start with a game plan for mm-hmm. what you're going to be doing with your Facebook ads. And what I, what I mean by that is like, what's the whole goal of your, of your ad campaign? Why are you doing Facebook ads in, you know, in the first place? Are you trying to sell a physical product? Are you, try to, are you just trying to drive traffic to um, you know, a, a piece of content so that you can get people to opt in and then follow up with emails or whatever it might be? Right. You've got to be really clear on what you are trying to achieve with your ads. Too many people just throw ads up and they say, you know what? I see people, I see my friends having success with their Facebook ads and, and they're making money off it. So I just, I think that uh, it's time for me to do the same thing. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you got to start with a strategy uh, in place. And then the other thing that I hear from people too, is that they're like, well, I just want more people to see my content. Mm. I just want, I want more people to see this post. Okay. Again, okay. But why? Like yeah. if you're going to spend money to do that, what's the what's the strategy behind that and you've got to start there and and sort of the 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 best way to do that uh, that I have found is really working backwards like start with your end goal in mind and work backwards from there so if my end goal is to you know sell XYZ product or service what are the steps that need that need to happen in order for that to take place you know and all that starts with the Facebook and, and I, I love that too and I love how you work backwards I mean I talk about that a lot even just with you know launching your first product on Amazon like we have to work backwards we have to say like what is our end goal right like what do we want to sell um, yep. why do we want to sell it and then what is the what is the actual target like what are we shooting for and then kind of work yourself backwards and I love it that you kind of work the same way because I think it's easier to do that right like we have to have a target and for a lot of people and I'll just throw it out there but you know there's a couple of different reasons why myself personally like I'm using Facebook ads like you know and I've talked to you this privately a little bit but we're doing a lot with contests and giveaways around our market to attract people that are in our market and then from there we can either retarget them or then we can send up follow-up messages we don't directly necessarily sell them on Amazon but we could but uh, you know sometimes when you do that when you drive traffic directly to Amazon and it doesn't convert that could hurt our conversions there so sometimes we want to have like a little buffer page in a sense and for me that's really what what I'm looking at is is like how can I get traffic that's targeted but then also how can I intercept it and kind of qualify them before I actually send them to the buy so with that stuff in mind maybe we can kind of work with like an example and then we can sure. kind of work backwards from from that so I mean what would you suggest that I do if that was like my game plan like what's the first step like I know we got to go work backwards so let's yep. let's work backwards well, so, okay, so if, if the game plan there is to, or if the, if the goal there is to, okay, you know what, I want people to opt in first. Like, yep. yes, my ultimate goal is to get them to buy, but for this campaign, we, we really want them, our goal here is to get them to opt in, join the email list, so I can follow up with them, you know, with a special offer, sure. join my contest, whatever. Yep. So the end goal there is to, okay, we want them to opt in. So not only does it clarify what the strategy is, but it also tells you when you do this, I'm a very visual person, so I'll literally like map this out, like I'll draw it out on my, on my whiteboard here, for example, where it's like, all right, if, if my goal is to get people to opt in, well, that means I need an opt-in page. Mm. I need a thank you page. I need to have, you know, my, my messaging. I have to have the offer clear for my Facebook ad. I have to have the ad in place, the targeting. And so it gives you all the steps that you need to have in place for your strategy or your sales funnel, all the same thing here. Mm-hmm. And so that's really where we would start is like, okay, working backwards, we need to set up those, those landing pages or the thank you page, get the pixel placed on the thank you page so we can track those conversions 
And then what happens after they opt in? You know, is it, you know, are we following up with them with, uh, with emails and so forth? Okay, cool. We need to make sure that our email provider is connected to our, uh, to our opt-in page, you know? Mm. So it's telling you all the steps that you need to have in place. Then, so once we know that, I would be very, like the first thing from there, okay, cool. We've got our strategy in sure. place. What is our offer? Like mm. what is, we're, you know, yes, we want people to opt in. What are they opting in for? And how are we messaging that offer to our target audience? Mm. Like, so what is the, you know, are we being clear on the offer that we are making to that target audience? And I say clear, like they obviously they need to know very quickly in reading your ad or looking at your uh, image or the video that you've got for your ad that they know what it is that you're offering and you're being conversational in that copy. You know, in the conversational part, we have to remember what Facebook is. It's a you know, it's a, uh, a social platform. It's a conversational platform. So the ads need to reflect that type of conversation um, feel yeah. to to what we're putting out there. Yeah. And so that's where I would start is once we've got, you know, once we've got the steps in place of where we're going to take people through, then we want to look at what the offer is and how we're communicating that. And then also, um, I would say, yes, just as important, but maybe a close one B a very close is that target audience. Mm. You know, so are we being really clear on who we want to be reaching with this, um, with this offer, you know, because people often say, and I actually used to say this as well, is that, you know, targeting is the most important aspect of your ads and, mm -hmm. and absolutely is very, very important, but you've got to start with clarity around what that offer is and then who you want to target. And then once you know that, then you can go into Facebook and start setting up, um, you know, those different target audiences. And like, you know, we could spend a whole conversation on, on, <laughs> right. on targeting. Right, right. Yeah. And again, I mean, I know that we're going to go deeper in on the workshop yep. and all of that stuff. And I know that like for anyone listening, like there's a lot of little pieces here that kind of go together. But like Rick said, if we work backwards, we can figure out what those pieces are and then we can build the thing. Like we have to kind of build the thing before we can drive traffic to it. So we have to figure that stuff out. But again, like, like you said, I mean, it, it does ultimately come down to once let's pretend everything is built. We have to figure out where the audience is. Now, yep. if we're lucky enough to have an email list already, we can do some creative stuff, right? We can, we can upload Absolutely. our list and do some stuff, yep. but let's just imagine we don't have that right now and we yep. have to go out there and kind of find that audience. So maybe, and I know you're going to go into this more on the workshop, but let's just kind of maybe talk a little bit about targeting. Yeah, I mean, so if we're if we're not if we're starting with let's just say we don't have an email list to play around with, we don't have, you know, we don't have a we don't have a we, we maybe we have a website but we're not getting any traffic to it. So right. we're not we're not dealing with retargeting or anything like that. I mean, we're starting from scratch. scratch we're yeah. going to be we're going to be we're going to be targeting cold audiences, meaning those audiences of people who don't necessarily know who we are. Right. As as a business, you know, that's where we get into Facebook's what they what Facebook calls detailed targeting. Mm -hmm. And this is sort of the stereotypical type of targeting that most people think about when they think about Facebook ads. This is that what Facebook will call interest targeting, for example, where let's just say I want to target um, you know, other fan page, other Facebook pages on Facebook that have an interest that are that that are similar to the type of audience that I'm trying to reach. Mm. And so you can target though you can look for not everyone. I mean, that's one of the biggest frustrations that, that people have is they're like, oh, I have the the perfect Facebook page. Is it super relevant to my audience? And they put it in there, and it's not an option to yeah, target. That's happened to me. It's maddening. It happens to everybody. Yep. Um, yep. But this is the opportunity for for you. And what I like to do, Scott, is to to keep a list. You know, I, I'm an Evernote user, so I'll just keep a, a like an ongoing list of different 
fan pages that I think about that are relevant to the audience that I want to reach. And I'll just kind of keep an ongoing list gotcha. that I'm sort of tar- I'm sort of um, uh, testing on an ongoing basis with my with my campaign. So I'm like, oh, yeah, th- you know what? Oh, yeah, I did, never thought about that. So I can I'll put that on my list. And next time um, that's it's I'm running a relevant campaign that I can put that in there to, to test out. So this is really where it comes into brainstorm different fan pages. And this could be competitors of yours, different groups that have people that are, you know, that are that's your target audience for whatever your product or your service or your course or whatever it is that you're that you're selling, you know put those into a list, brainstorm a list. And then this becomes your working list that you're, that you're going to be testing out in your, in your targeting. Okay. So let's, let's, okay. I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit and because yep. I, I know the question would be this, well, Rick, how do I find those, those pages? Like, like, what do I do? And I mean, I know the answer, but I want you to kind of go into that. Cause I know that that's a question that people are going to be a- um, asking. Like yep. I'm sitting there, I'm looking at Facebook and I'm not really savvy on on Facebook. I'm just I'm a user a little bit, you know. But how yep. how do I find people that might be interested in my market? Let's start with an ex- actual example. Sure. Let's throw let's throw an actual. I mean, I'll let you throw it out there or whatever. Okay. You know, whatever you want to do, and we can kind of brainstorm it from there. Okay. I, I think it's it's a little bit easier to go from a concrete example because sure. there's a few different directions that we can go with this, and and we'll cover these as w- with this example here. Okay. Well, I think everyone listening knows what my example is going to be, and it's a garlic press. So let's just say <laughs> that my yep. famous garlic press, I want to yep. sell it to the world and to the masses, and I think it's it's an amazing garlic press, and uh, you know I think my audience would probably be into cooking, um, yep. maybe um, maybe a professional chef, but maybe also the homemaker. Like there could be a different type of audience, but I'm really not 100% sure which one it will be towards, but where would I start with that? Well, I mean, I would just start right there with okay. what you just said. I mean, those are those are very broad audiences, so we, we'd want to kind of take it in and hone that in a little bit, but it's really starting with like, you know, wh- like what do you know? I mean, we all know and a little bit about our product or service that we're selling about who we're trying to reach with that. Sure. Even if it's just like that homemaker, the, the, the personal sh- or the professional chef or the personal chef or whatever that is, maybe it's somebody who watches like, and so once you have that, then you can start to hone in a little bit. So then it's maybe somebody who watches, um, Rachel you know, Ray. I was just going to say cooking shows, <laughs> right, right, or you know, or um, you know, Italian cooking, Italian food cooking on on the Food Network. Okay, that sort of thing, and you can start to hone in uh, from there. You know, you, maybe you want to reach people who are in culinary school, mm. and mm, so it's yeah. really starting from that broader perspective, and then start to you know start to um, you know start to kind of hone in on that. And all of these, there's no right or wrong when it comes to this stuff. And and you know, people who listen to me or follow me or my students, they know that my the, I like the broken record. I'm saying you got to test different things. Of you course. know, it's all about testing. Of course, yeah. You know, there's no right or wrong on this. It's like, all right, you know what? Culinary students might work. So let's check that out. Yep. So I can try targeting them and then I'm going to have a message that is specifically speaking to that to that audience or people who are watching Rachel Ray, you know, okay. or okay. you know, who like Italian food or, or something like that. I got you. So it's starting from that broader perspective but then starting to hone in from there and narrow it down a little bit. In addition, I didn't mention this before Scott is that in addition to like the interest, you can look at behaviors. Mm. And so Facebook knows, I think we all know at this point, Facebook knows a lot about <laughs> its users. Yes, it knows a lot. <laughs> yeah. And for, you know, as an advertiser, this is really good for us because mm. we can leverage this information yeah. um, to, to get our ads in front of our target 
audience. And so when we are talking about a behavior, Facebook partners with these third party companies. And I'll just say, let's just say like Experian, for example, um, we're one of those companies like the credit bureau, let's just say. And so will Facebook will track or th- those companies will track purchase behavior of people when they're off of Facebook. But Facebook is, since they're partnering with them, will pull that information into into uh, Facebook. Mm. And so, what I mean by that is, let's just say, and I don't even know this if if this were if I'd have to look this up. But if if you were able to to target people who have uh, to who spend money on on culinary tool, like kitchen tools, right, 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 you know, yeah, well. If, if that were a case, that would be a very targeted audience that I would want to reach with my offer for the garlic press. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, or, that, that makes that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, for example, I know for a fact that in like the pet industry, you can look at people who are buying pet food for like who who spend money on pet food. Mm. So if I'm in the pet niche. You bet that that's one audience that I definitely want to be that, testing out to uh, to target. Mm. And, and the other thing, too, is that when we're thinking about our targeting, and I always like to use the yoga example, we want to make sure that we don't get caught up in getting too narrow-minded on when we're thinking about the targeting. Okay. So for if, if I'm in the yoga niche, yes, I do want to target women between the age, you know, whatever age range who are interested in yoga. But we also can step back a little bit from that and think outside the box and think about the types of publications that they're reading or where they might be shopping. So for example, you know, if there are people reading yoga journal, <laughs> my guess is that they're going to be interested in yoga, uh, you know, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or they might be, and this is a little bit stereotypical, but this is one of those things that you do need to think about. They might be shopping at whole foods, yeah, you know, yeah. um, likely shopping at like Lululemon or Lorna Jane. So mm. we're, we're like stepping back and thinking about the, my, our target audience as a lifestyle and as what they're interested in. And so that includes, as I mentioned, like, what are they reading? Where are they shopping? What are they into? What are their hobbies? What are they doing, you know, when they're not doing yoga? And so we're trying yeah. to paint that overall picture of our target audience. That, that right there is, that's a big takeaway for a lot of people. I think just, I mean, listen to what Rick just said. I mean, we're, we're really going deeper into the market rather than just the one thing that you're selling or even in just that market. You're looking at other interests that you then could reach out and put your stuff in front of. The other thing that I'm hearing, and this is, it's funny, I just got off of a call this morning um, with, a, with a guy that, uh, you know, I, was, I met him at a, an event and we, we wanted to hook up. He's doing some really cool stuff with targeting and all that stuff. And um, what you're saying is very similar to what he was saying this morning and that you're also looking at people that are in in a buying atmosphere. Like yep. so so stores in a sense that maybe maybe your one audience like and again, I don't want to get too technical here. I know you're going to be going into more detail and stuff on the workshop, but like just think about this for a second. Like you have this wide audience or this, you know, broad audience and now you've narrowed it down a little bit because you might say people that like a certain store and then from there, that narrowed it down, but it's also about people that actually buy. Um, so what he was doing is he adds like these little, you know, I guess these little filters in there that basically that says like, okay, let's say it's in the pet industry. Well, then you're going to say, but also like Amazon and then yes. also like eBay and then also yep. like Walmart. Like, so now we know that they are buyers of them because they've liked those pages. Yeah. Yeah. It, and he's getting into what we, we call like exclusions mm-hmm. and narrowing in that target audience. So in that detailed targeting section that we're talking about here, you can say, you know, people who have an interest in, 
you know, yoga and Lululemon, for example. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or we can say or we can exclude people. You know, we can say if we wanted to, we could say, all right, exclude people who are have an interest in yoga, but but not an interest, exclude people who have an interest in Whole Foods. Yeah. So yeah. we can use that and or the exclusion there to to do that. And the other thing I want to kind of add to this is that since we're if we're targeting, I'll just stay on this yoga example, the Lululemon, you know, Lululemon crowd. Not everybody who has an interest in Lululemon is going to be interested in yoga. Yeah. So we it's we're starting off with that. It's a very targeted audience. Yes. But then we use the ad itself, meaning the ad image or the video that we're doing and the copy to speak directly to those yoga people within the Lululemon audience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we're it's we're, we're sort of starting out with a with a with a with a very relevant target, but then we're using the ad itself to speak directly to who we and, want to. And you're also using the ad to attract the ones that are actually your audience. So Absolutely. you're only going to pay if they click on it, right? Or if you're doing a video ad, I guess then you would do for how much yeah. they would watch or whatever. But for the most part, they have to interact with it some way, somehow, and right. then from there you would you know, you would then pay. But again, you're kind of filtering out people because if you have that thing in there directly that shows your 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 messaging or your content or just your product, if yep. they if they interact with it, then you've got a pretty good understanding that they're probably your your market. Exactly, because you're if you are speaking if you're doing a good job speaking to that, I said just doing a good job, just meaning like you're you're using that ad to speak directly to your target audience, and then people are engaging with it pretty good chance that that's your that's your audience yeah yeah no yeah. i mean again we're just talking about targeting right now and i know there's yeah. a ton more that we need to go into um but i know targeting is a big one that a lot of people get hung up on and i know yeah. we we, we might even just went a little bit deeper than you need to when you first start right i mean when you first start it might just be a little bit more broad than that until you learn those things as far as what to narrow in what to exclude and all those things exactly that's that's pretty like that i would say that's not basic like that's you know that's a few steps deep into like you know, as far as the advancement of our targeting. Yeah. So you, de I mean, just know that that's possible, but you definitely don't need to start there. Yeah. So like, okay, if we, if we wanted to kind of like, you know, kind of bring this back to basics. So yep. what it, it could be as simple as just finding that page that you think is your audience, throw an ad up there with a low, you know, budget and, uh, and then just see what you're getting for clicks. And then also looking at the demographics of those of those Absolutely. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, that's one of the, that's another huge benefit of Facebook ads is that the intel that Facebook gives you from a metric standpoint, once your ads are running is really, really good. Mm. And so you can use the you know, Facebook's reporting to figure out if the ads doing well or not. And, and you hit it right there in the head, Scott, <clears throat> excuse me, is that you don't have to start with a lot of money. I mean, you can put, you know, five to $10 a day uh, into your ads and see pretty quickly within a few days whether your ad is going to perform or not. Mm. And if it's if it's not, okay, cool, change things up. If it is, awesome, we're on to something here. You know, you don't need to have this major investment in order to see whether this is uh, this is working or not. You can start off with a uh, a small daily budget, and you, you're going to see. Uh, what the results are, what results are really quickly. Yeah, no, I love it. And guys, I want to remind you, I mean, I know we're covering a lot just in this one little section here, but, uh, you know, Rick is going to break down a lot more in, in detail on the workshop. Again, just a reminder, that is Tuesday, August 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Definitely register for that. It's going to be packed 
with information. And uh, I'm sure you'll be able to ask Rick some questions there on that. So definitely go check that out. Sign up. We're looking forward to it. And I'm actually looking forward to it because I love going through this because I always get a refresher and I also get other ideas that I might not have thought of because I might not have been there at that time. But now I'm at that time and I'm like, oh yeah, we got to go ahead and do that retargeting thing that Rick talked about. Yeah. You know, you mentioned Scott on that, like I'm more than happy to answer questions. And one of the biggest, I think, missed opportunities that people have is that, you know, they often don't stick around for those question times, like mm. the Q&A time. Yeah. But yet that, those are the best times to, to learn stuff, because yeah. even though you might not be asking that question, somebody else is asking a question that's that, you know, like they're asking and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I wonder exactly. what, the, what the answer is to that. So you can learn a ton from that way. Yeah, no, that's 100 percent. I I totally agree with that. So, OK, so let's let's just move on now. So, OK, so let, let's say that we get some targeting kind of dialed in. Like, yep. and, and, you know, let's say that we we know pretty much what our offer is going to be. Or should we maybe talk about the offer a little bit? Like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, to, I to definitely think we should. OK, okay I let, definitely think we should. And let's use the garlic press as an example. Okay. okay. So there's a few different things that just popped into my mind when you said that, like that, that we could test out. For example, for sure, we could run our ad directly to the product page to buy a, a garlic press. Sure. We're not talking like, you know, super high price uh, item here. So we could, we could test that out. We could test to a, uh, we could have the offer could be a special offer where it's like, you know, get uh, 30% off this, off the garlic press, you know, in the next 72 hours or something yep. like that. Yep. And they have to give you their email at name and email address in order to get that coupon <laughs> yep. code or, or something like that. You could also, and this is one of those things that a lot of people don't think about is, or you, I mean, you could do a contest like you're, like you had talked about before, but the thing that a lot of people don't think about is what if you offered something that that would be helpful to somebody who would have an interest in using a garlic press? So, you know, like the top 10, you know, like maybe it's a checklist, like the top 10 ways to, um, I don't know, off the top of my head here, yeah, top 10 ways to put a great, <laughs> this is awful, but Italian um dinner on the on on the table tonight for under fifty dollars. Yeah, that or would something, work. Yeah. Something like that. Where you have a cheat sheet or a checklist that is relevant and would add value and be helpful to somebody who is gonna to your target audience who's gonna have an interest in that garlic press. Or or maybe it's five five uh five recipes that you can make with garlic in under 30 minutes. Or yeah, something I, like I, that. I like that. I mean, it even goes back to it was funny. I was talking to that guy this morning and, uh, you know, like something like, you know, you know, eight, eight, uh, you know, easy, you know, fast recipes, you know, while, you yep. know, that you, you can whip up for your family in no time that you might not know of or something like that. Like something Absolutely. that's going to be, you know, kind of eye catching, but then also it's going to be, you know, it's going to have a little bit of a hook to it and then yep. you're going to want to click. Yeah. It's it's the same it's the same approach to that targeting that we're talking about where it's like if I'm targeting yoga yes I want to target people who are interested in yoga but I want to step back a little bit mm. and think outside the box and like who is that target audience where the same thing with this offer here is I'm adding value because I'm giving free content away and I'm not necessarily again you can still you can still try go, you could still test going from ad directly to the product uh, sale but Another approach, like take again, taking a step back and saying, okay, we know sort of what our target audience, who that target audience is and what they're interested in. How right. could I add value to them mm. that will eventually lead them to the sale? Mm. And so, yeah, like if I'm going to offer five recipes, you know, that, you know, five 
garlic based recipes that you can make for your family and you know, whatever, 20 minutes or less or something like that. Right. And, and they opt in for that. They join your email list and then you follow up with them. Well, then there's different ways you can do it. I mean, you, on the thank you page, you could offer, you know, the garlic press, sure. for a, a special offer there, yep. or you could just say, awesome. Be on the lookout in your email box for sending you some really cool stuff. So then you follow up with them with, you know, maybe it's more helpful content and offer for the garlic press. There's different things that you can test there, but it's really important to not get caught up in only doing one, doing it one way. No, yeah. especially when we're doing, you know, like a physical product or, or a service or something like that, that we get caught up in. All right. It's only this one way I'm going to do it. We got to remember, we got to test different things out and think about how we can be adding value and being helpful to our target audience. Yeah, no, I, I think you said that perfectly. I mean, there's no one set thing. And also there's going to be different reasonings for doing certain things, Absolutely. right? Like if I'm running through, if I'm doing a launch on a new product right now, I'm generally going to do like a 50% off sale. All right. So if I do a 50% off sale, I might drive them directly back to the offer just because I want to get five or 10 sales that day through that ad. And I can control that because I can turn it on and off and I can, you know, disengage it. But also I could then send them to a landing page that said, enter your name and email address to get your code. And now I've got their code or I've given their code on the thank you page, but then I got their email address. So there's a whole bunch of different ways. I actually, there's another great way that a a guy is doing it right now. And I'm actually, we're going to be trying this ourselves because instead of driving them directly to the sales page, or I'm sorry, the, the, the listing page is to drive them to the page that your product is listed on, but not on the actual page, if that makes sense. So it's on like, like if you've ever done a Google search and you come up with, and there's a product page and it's got like, like all the garlic presses on there. Oh yeah. Yep, like you could yep. drive them to that, but with your brand name. So only your products are going to show up and then they yeah. would have to click into your listing. So your page wouldn't actually get the negative conversion aspect because you kind of buffered it with your, your products page, which is inside your, of your account. It's so great idea. Yeah. It's another, yep. another little strategy, but again, what we're talking about is just like finding your audience and then figuring out, like you said, what's the end goal? Like if you're yep. launching, it might be just, I want to get five or 10 extra sales you know, for the next, uh, you know, five days and I'm going to do this, this, I'm going to run this ad to do this. And I'll maybe, maybe I'll put an email opt in there just to kind of get some emails too, or maybe I'm going to get, do a giveaway or a contest and I'm going to want to get some people to share it. Or maybe I'm going to do, like you said, maybe you're going to drive people to a PDF that uh, offers to give five meals. Or the other thing is another one here to kind of, again, really make this thing advanced is we could then drive them to a blog post and then have a retargeting pixel, and then we can follow up with an ad with a special offer on Facebook. But again, that's getting like really advanced, but yeah. these are just the things that we can do, but you have to start somewhere. And to me, it's it's really about setting up your first ad and then just yeah. running it and seeing what happens. Yeah, the idea is, number one, is knowing what the opportunity is, and I, yeah. that's what we're talking about here today. And just like you said, Scott, is like starting small, And then what I tell people all the time is when they're just starting out is like, look, start off with a small budget, be testing different things out, get some momentum and then snowball that momentum into, you know, spending more money so that the money that you're making on your ads, you're just rolling it right back into your ads. And it just that before you know it, that momentum and you get some success there you're off to the races in no time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love it that you you're always, you know, saying that you don't have to have a big budget in the beginning to start testing. Yep. Yep. It's like you're, you're a big fan of like five, 10 bucks. Absolutely. Like just, just do that, run it and then see what happens and then look at the data. Yep. And then from there, keep 
tweaking and building and, and you're getting more intelligence. It's very similar to us running pay-per-click within Amazon. Like we're doing that initially in the beginning to look at the data, like looking yeah. at all the search terms you know, reports and looking at all of the all of the impressions that we're getting and all that stuff. It's very similar, except now we're trying to learn our audience and kind of who is interacting with the with the ads and stuff like that. So and yeah. that really that, that brings up a great point, Scott, is that, you know, a big another big mistake that people make is that they they, they get all excited. They do what we're talking about here is they start with their ads and they start with a small budget, but they expect overnight results, mm, Yeah, you know, and they, and what I always say to people is you've got to have the mindset of, you know what, I'm going to make this work. Yep. And this, this might take a week. This might take three months. This right. might take six months, but it's all about testing, you know, at first and learn, like I just, as you just said, Scott, like learning that, taking that data, learning from the data, making tweaks, and it's all a big game. You know, yeah, but you've yeah. got to be willing to play that game in order to see that success. You know, yes, does does success can success happen within within a few days or absolutely. I've seen it. Yeah. But oftentimes it's a longer, you know, sort of cycle there where you got to be willing and be patient to test things out and, and figure out what's working. What's yeah, patience not. is a big one. I mean, we talk about that so much within just launching a product, but also in, in using the sponsored product ads inside of Amazon. It's like people expect to put a dollar in today and get $2 out tomorrow. And it's just not the yeah. way it works. You have to pay for the data. It's like any business. When you're starting up a business, you have to you have to pay to kind of advertise, right? To get, get yeah, the awareness. Absolutely. And, and, with, and with Facebook ads, I think I, what I love about it is once you, once you do kind of figure it out, even kind of figure it out, it, you can be profitable and then you can scale it and then start, you know, kind of, you know, either ramping it up or seeing what the threshold is. Like, what is it, you know, what am I spending? How much am I getting in return? And when does that start to go the other way? Then maybe I got to back off and reevaluate, but you can scale it up slowly after you start to learn the data. And from there, then to me, you have an unfair advantage because if you learn Facebook ads and you learn how to drive traffic, qualified traffic to either an email list, build that so that way there in, in turn, you, you get sales to me, you're ahead of your competition in the Amazon space. That is because yep. you, I mean, well, in any space, but in, for this, we're talking about, you know, most people are launching on Amazon and they're just using Amazon to kind of push the sales. But if we can drive these outside sales, it's going to help us kind of overcome and, and kind of like get any other traffic that we can, um, that they're not getting. Um, yeah. so it's, it's a big deal. It really is. So, yep. um, I, all right. So let's talk a little bit about what we're going to be talking about or what you're going to be talking about on the workshop. What do you yeah. have planned for us? What are we going to be diving into? Give us kind of like, like the, well, the outline. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're just scratching the surface here. And obviously this is, you know, audio. So, you know, this is, this is going to be, you know, we're gonna be talking about this visually and then we're going to be diving more deeply into what, what I like to do with Facebook ads is really how do we create an automated system using Facebook ads to get leads and sales, you know, on a regular basis, on mm. an automated, consistent basis. And so that's what we're going to be diving into um, in this training. We're going to be breaking down uh, the steps in order to do that. We're going to be talking about the opportunities, more opportunities that exist with Facebook. We're going to get a little bit, we're going to go from beginner to a little bit more advanced, but this is not going to be, you know, something like, holy cow, what is he talking yeah. about here? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna dive into this stuff. We've got lots of case studies to share. I love learning from case studies. Ooh, I love it too. One, yeah, one of the big feedback that one of the big pieces of feedback that I get from people is like, look, like I wanna see what other people are doing, what you know, what's working for them. We're gonna be sharing that stuff in in this workshop here. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into it. Answer and, and as you mentioned before, Scott, we're gonna answer live questions, whatever questions you got. I love doing Q and A, so so let me know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. I'm excited to uh 
to be doing this. And and like I said, I mean, there's so much to learn, but also you can start small. And that's what I love about yep. this. And that's what I know you're good at is, is really breaking it down. You can get as advanced as you want, but you have a good way of breaking it down beginner level. And then we kind of work through that. And, uh, and I know that you're going to deliver on this workshop. So I'm super excited to do that. So guys, Remember, it is going to be, depending on when you're listening to this, but it's going to be for this upcoming Tuesday, August 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. If you're listening to this after the fact, you can still go to this link and hopefully the training will still be up. It most likely will, but just go to this link um, as long as everything, fingers crossed, records. We never know on the recording, uh, but we we hope and pray that it does. But you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training. Again, that's the amazing seller.com forward slash FB training. No hyphens or anything, just one straight word there with FB in the beginning. And then from there, you can register for this upcoming workshop. And I am super excited to be there and uh, have Rick kind of lead the ship here and uh, and take us through this, this Facebook ads, uh, you know, this whole experience. Because I, I just, I think it's a huge opportunity for a lot of us and a lot of people are just afraid of it. Um, yep. So Rick, I want to thank you again for coming on. I'm excited. And Absolutely, uh, man. yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be, we'll, we'll be there with bells on waiting for I you. Can, I'm pumped for it. I'm pumped <laughs> for it. I can't wait. All right, I man. Is there wait. anything, is there anything else you want to wrap up with any last little tidbits or anything for, uh, for this, this podcast episode? Yeah, I would say, I mean, definitely join us on the, on the, on the live workshop. This it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to dive into this again. Like I said, more visually, we're going to be, I'm going to be answering your questions. We're going to take you through step by step. Um, so that you're able to walk away from that, like, all right, you know what, I can go implement this right now. Um, and, and as we were talking about earlier, one of the things that I'm most proud of that people give me feedback on is like, Rick, you're able to take this concept, break it down into, um, if you will, bite-sized pieces so that I can take and implement that right now. So that's what we're going to be doing during this workshop. Don't be afraid to get started with this stuff. And again, like we've been talking about here today, you don't have to start off with, you know, a thousand dollars to see if this is going to work. You can start small and build up from there. Love it. Love it. Well, Rick, I want to thank you once again, as always, it's cool hanging out and chatting with you. Absolutely, man. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, we will, uh, we'll see you soon on that workshop. All right, brother. Sounds good. Thanks again, Scott. All right. So I wasn't kidding, right? Crazy. Lots of great stuff there. Lots of things that we can do, but I'm telling you right now, you're going to want to attend the live workshop because that is where we're going to be able to dive deeper. You're going to actually see examples. He's going to show you examples. He's also going to dive into targeting and finding that audience because that's a big one for a lot of people. Where do I find these people? And he's going to dive into everything in between in this live training. So if you're at all interested in learning more about Facebook ads and going deeper, then you're definitely going to want to attend this live training. So head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash F be training and you'll be able to register there. Again, the date is this Tuesday, August 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I say this, it should be next Tuesday, right? So it's the next Tuesday that you're going to be seeing, or depending on when you're listening to this, if it's after the fact, then just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training and you can register for the upcoming workshop or you can watch the replay. Hopefully, fingers crossed that there is one and I'm hoping that there will be because I think it's going to be really, really great content that you get for absolutely free. All right. So I want to thank Rick again for taking time out of his day. Awesome guy. Awesome friend. And uh, just he knows a ton about this stuff. And just understand this too, guys. You don't have to understand everything right now. But you do need to, especially if you're at 
this stage of your business where you need to build an email list, you have to know about offers and you have to know about traffic. All right, you have to know about that stuff and this training is for you if that's where you are in your business. If you're not, then of course, don't leave where you are in the process. If you're a product research right now, stay there, come back to this, all right, because I do not want you to get overwhelmed at all. But if you are at this stage where you're building an email list to launch a product or to build an email list so this way here, you can communicate with your audience, this is where you want to be. All right, so guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Hope you enjoyed this. I know I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, uh, hopefully I'll see you guys Tuesday uh, or on the workshop. And we'll also be doing some live Q&A there as well. So if you want to ask Rick any questions or myself, um, we will be there to answer live questions as well. All right, so take care. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode or Tuesday, August 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Or, yeah, I'll see you around. All right, bye.